News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY with Chris Murphy and Greg Bishop filling in for Ray Lytle today. And let's get right to it and join in with uh, Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder. Mayor Langfelder, good morning to you and uh, glad, glad you could take the time to be with us. You know, tell us a little bit about yesterday's executive order. Well, what we're doing is uh, how can we give the police more enforcement action with regards to individuals that might not be in compliance with relation to the six-foot distancing rule, as well as the gatherings over uh, 10 people. Can you, so with that, uh, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, can you can you lay out examples of um, where this may be used? Because a lot of people at the council meeting were talking about pickup basketball games or you know neighborhood barbecues, but even the um, uh, police chief was uh, kind of... You know, making sure that there was clarity in what exactly was a violation. Can you give an example of how this is going to be used in both the uh, you know, possible violation of the stay-home order uh, or the possible violation of the uh, six-foot uh, distancing guidelines? Right. With the stay-at-home order, uh, with the governor's order, uh, you know, and talking with law enforcement, there wasn't the teeth there for the enforcement needed. And so with this, this could carry a fine of up to $500, and uh, normally, I think most people are in compliance. We do get complaints uh, from individuals, as you said, with a larger gathering or might be having a large basketball game where police had to go out and break it up. Other times, uh, they may have already been gone or might have been a small um, uh, incident. So with that, um, how this would, uh, it's really up to the police officer's discretion. So I think what's going to happen is you know, they'll ask the individuals to break it up uh, due to particular reasons. It's a good way to educate the public. Uh, some may not know the importance of it. And that's why, you know, I suggested that we try to get the uh, medical community involved to some degree. Uh, because uh, when you see a law uh, police officer, you think of law enforcement, they're just here to, um, you know, uh, enact something that, you know, I'm trying to do. With the uh, medical community, they're the educators on this whole issue. So, but the police officers have been doing a great job of, uh, you know, they, with the community engagement through the years. And this is one added component. But if someone doesn't, you know, comply and give them sort of speak lip service, they would have the opportunity to uh, go to a stricter form of enforcement, which could be a um, ordinance violation notice, and then also could lead to a notice to appear and. No, our own uh, hearing court. Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY on the Ray Lytle Show at 642 with Chris and Greg filling in for Rare. Mayor, let's get back to the basketball thing just a little bit. I know the rims have been taken down at some of the parks in that area. What about private games in driveways that they're under 10? Are, are, are those a violation? I'm, I'm just trying to help a little bit here for people that might see something in their neighborhood that they want broken up. Well, uh, let's do the educational part because, you know, I have a basketball hoop in our yard. And uh, for my daughter, she's older, of course, but we probably wouldn't allow it, uh, to be quite honest, because we don't know. We know that the uh, two things. One is the spread of the coronavirus is how you mitigate that is through isolation. You know, you don't come in contact. So with my daughter, she's not too happy. You know, she's 20 years of age, uh, no visitors. Uh, she can't go out and visit people. Uh, and it's just for the short time, you know, so we can get through the next month or so. And then uh, the other aspect is if we're playing basketball, even if it's horse, I might be sweating. I might be a pos- uh, asymptomatic, and I pass the ball to you, and you might not have a COVID, but through my sweat, you can catch the ball and get it that way. So 
you know, I'd recommend not doing that at all. But uh, I think it's going to be the police officer's discretion um, uh, with regards to that particular incident and uh, what's actually happening. Mayor, uh, what kind of, um, I mean, we heard a little bit from the uh, police chief Tuesday, but what other kinds of instances have you heard of uh, any problems where uh, people aren't complying, uh, in particular in stores? Because I think, uh, you know, the six-foot distancing, uh, I go to the grocery store, I was at the hardware store yesterday picking up some essential items and uh, you know, they have markers placed all throughout the stores, but does this also apply to store owners or operations that may not uh, be, I guess, in a way, in, self-enforcing that six-foot distancing? Right, and some stores have uh, taken upon themselves to uh, go by certain guidelines, and we are working on a uh, another emergency order today that will probably be filed associated with what you're talking about, businesses and uh, asking them to comply, come up with their own plan if they have not done so. And then so if there is a complaint-driven one or one that we observe, uh, more than likely we will send someone in to um, talk to the store owner and uh, see what they're doing to make sure that not only the businesses but also the consumer through that shopping um, initiative that they are uh, keeping their six-foot distance and making sure everybody's safe. Mayor Jim Langfelder is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY on the Ray Lytle Show. Chris and Greg filling in for Ray today. Mayor, let's talk a little bit more about the six-foot distancing. If somebody's in a grocery store and feels like they've been violated on space, you know, and they and they confront the person and they get no response, what what should their next steps be? Well, my own personal recommendation, I you know, Chief Winslow would be a good one to ask. My personal recommendation is move on. You know, you don't want to interact with someone that already invaded your space. And so, uh, actually, the space uh, goes back to way back to the panhandling. I introduced a panhandling ordinance that said we all have our personal space at, uh, you know, it's at five foot or whatever. And that's what people should recognize. But, you know, in aisles, uh, depends on the store. You can cross by someone. And I ask this very question. If we cross by, you know, I walk past someone and there's two foot between us, are you going to issue a citation? And um, the answer on that would be probably not. You know, it's uh, just depends on the situation. And a lot of times it comes to, Ten, uh, you know, there's a certain time lapse that has to occur, but, you know, you can rub up against someone or someone could be touching produce or something of that nature. And, um, you know, you, there's many ways to spread the coronavirus. So anybody that's shopping should be washing their hands before they go in or sanitizing them when they leave, do the same, uh, and then wipe everything down. Uh, that's the best cautionary measure. But with regards to your question, um, you know, it's going to be case by case on that. We're not going to have people, you know, police officers in the stores, you know, kind of looking out for everybody. That's not going to happen. It'd be complaint-driven. But, again, uh, I think everybody needs to be cognizant of one another. It's a good uh, opportunity. I think most people, even though we're distanced, people are understanding the importance of keeping that but staying connected. Uh, But it is important to recognize uh, each person in their own personalized space and, uh, you know, just be good neighbors. Mayor, uh I'm looking at social media, as I'm sure uh, you are, uh, or I don't know how active you are on social media, but it, it seems to be there's a lot of criticism about this. Um, yeah, how can the mayor oh, do this? this order. Is, yeah, uh, how, mm-hmm. how can the mayor do this is one question. Uh, you know, people criticizing this, uh, saying that they're upset by this idea. Others saying that, uh, you know, they, they are even having some of their messages to local aldermen being deleted or something to that effect. So, you know, surely there are people who are complying with this right now, uh, and there's no issue. But what about those who who 
are critical of this, uh, of this idea of uh, issuing uh, fines on top of uh, possible criminal charges. Well, that's one thing that I've always said. With every action, there's an opposite reaction. That's definitely it. And so um, with regards to that, I think people have to have an understanding. Uh, it's really goes back to everybody's well-being, everybody's health. And I know uh, individuals say, well, it won't affect me. Maybe it doesn't, but it might affect the person that you're in contact with. You know, I have a big family, and I, I've seen this in my own neighborhood where people are congregating, you know, and they may be families, uh, you know, hanging out with their brother or what have you. I don't do that because they, you could cross-contaminate. So let's just play it out. It's like a domino impact. So my brother, say Josh comes over, and, you know, we hang out in the driveway or whatever, and uh, maybe we come in close contact accidentally or uh, intentionally where we're close talking or what have you. And now he has it or I have it. And then we go back into the house. Now you cross-contaminate your house. Uh, if they go out to the store, now the individual that went out to the store could possibly cross-contaminate. And it's just this domino ripple effect. So really we know, what we do know is that the peak is coming. And you know, within the next few weeks is what we think. That's gonna, well, we'll see the cases escalate. And I believe it's more widely spread than uh, people realize. The number that we do not communicate, public health, county public health does not communicate, or throughout the state of Illinois, throughout the country, are the number of cases being treated at home. That's a very significant number because it shows you two things. One, how widely spread it is. They may not be diagnosed, but I know individuals that had headaches, had uh, fevers, had sore body aches, could not get tested because of limited tests, and uh, they go on social media and say, you know, I know I have it, but so they uh, go through that self-isolation, and then they make it through the two-week period. Um, and so from that, we know that number is uh, higher than what it's being shown. The other part is it's treatable in some most cases at home. So what's, I think, uh, gotten people concerned, the ones that are concerned, all you see on the uh, news, on the uh, national level, or you know, even on the state level, is the number of cases, number of deaths. That other number is not being said or not being uh, kind of quantified, and that's an important number to, to communicate because it does show how easily spread it could happen. Not saying they're cases, but these are individuals that carry some of the symptoms uh, but could not be tested. Uh, so that's important to share that information with the public. And then it shows that, you know, I think it's 80% of the cases are treatable at home, but it's that 20% that could be deadly. And that's what we don't want is individuals cross-contaminating, affecting their neighbors that they don't want to, their loved ones or their strangers. And then you have a pandemic that overruns or overwhelms our medical community. We have a great medical community with St. John's HSHS Memorial Health Services, two level one trauma hospitals, and they are serving their area. This is just not Sangamon County. We're taking cases from, uh, everybody I think knows, Taylorville, uh, Logan, uh, you know, Morgan County. It's a multi-county regional approach of people that need services. So it's important that each and every person does their part. I know it's an inconvenience. I know it's frustrating. I feel the same way, but I know the importance of doing our part and making sure we self-isolate as much as possible, and then this will pass. And then so the sooner everybody can come into compliance, the shorter timeline for the restrictions. And right now we know they go to April 30th, and they uh, more than likely uh, will go somewhat past that, in my opinion. But uh, the more people are compliant, the lesser that timeline, and the more we can get back to somewhat of a normal lifestyle that we 
did have before. It's going to change, but it will go back to uh, some of the ways we had uh, with regards to before the pandemic hit us. So, Mayor Jim Langfelder with News Talk 94.7 yeah. and 970 WMAY. Got a Just, bunch of different other questions, too. Mayor, can we have, hold you around the corner real quick? I, I promise oh, sure. we'll have you gone by 7 o'clock. Okay, great. We're back with Mayor Langfelder on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Greg? So, Mayor, uh, you're going to announce another executive order today uh, dealing with uh, businesses and six-foot distancing. Is that my understanding? Right, and that's the essential businesses. And just as a reminder, uh, for the stay-at-home order through the governor, and I must say, Governor Pritzker, I thank him for being proactive. He is one of the uh, first governors to enact the uh, stay-at-home order. And you see what's happening in New York and other states. And I think he's really averted uh, a lot uh, more tragic situation than we currently have. Uh, so with that, that's been beneficial. But with the business one, it's the essential businesses, and people should just be going out getting essential products that they need. They don't need really need it uh, as far as they want versus a need. Not wanting it, but needing it. Uh, that's when you should go out, make that short trip, and come back and try to stay inside as much as possible or within your yard, stuff like that. Sure. So, uh, and yesterday you issued that executive order uh, to allow for police as a last resort to issue a civil penalty on top of the uh, possible criminal charges. But before that, you also had uh, the initial emergency order. Uh, let's talk a little bit about emergency spending here. Uh, this week, uh, you uh, reportedly gave $100,000 for the local food bank. Uh, what other kinds of emergency spending have you had to implement uh, here in Springfield um, when it comes to responding to the COVID-19 emergency? Well, one is when we first started, uh, what was pretty clear is you're going to need places and um, people, you know, backup uh, people. And that's what we try to do with their own staffing. I'm um, sure you, you're doing there, that there with regards to social uh, distancing. But the one that we had uh, right away is portable showers. They're over there at the Winter Warming Center. The Winter Warming Center had uh, one shower. We did put another one in if uh, we needed that space. And then that time it was being used. Uh, so uh, what was happening is uh, more homeless were coming inside. Salvation Army uh, made the recommendation to move to their facility, which I fully support. Uh, is a wise decision because of the space needs, and they moved to the Clear Lake facility to give more space with that stay-in-place practice uh, to keep them safe as much as possible. So there are portable showers over there, uh, and that could be a usable space. We um, de-cleaned it and uh, cleaned it and everything else, so that's ready to go. If we need a quarantine space or another space for uh, any type of use, that's ready to go with showers and everything. Uh, The other thing was the food bank. The crucial thing about that, if you're watching the national news, what's happening, and we've seen it here locally, unemployment has skyrocketed. And individuals, uh, unfortunately, are in a bad situation where they need help, and the crucial item is with food. Again, going back to Governor Pritzker, two other things that he did which were crucial, uh, where we're mitigating the impacts of coronavirus here throughout the state, but also in Springfield, one is the interruption with uh, utility services. We're blessed to have our own utility, so we push that out to uh, if someone cannot pay their bill, um, you know, we're not going to cut them off. We'll work with them uh, to make those payments in the future. 
that's one aspect. The other one is with landlords or rent, that uh, if someone can't pay the rent, you cannot evict them. No evictions. Well, uh, Mayor, so that's Mayor the other we're, we're plumb out of time. Greatly appreciate oh, you coming on and updating us on uh, what's going on here in the city of Springfield. No, and, the, and, this, and this phone is your phone, Mayor, so anytime you need to come on, please do, okay? Well, I appreciate it, and thanks, Chris. And, uh, Greg, it's important what you do for media and getting the word out. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate everybody's support uh, trying to work together to get through these next few weeks so we can enjoy uh, the summer together.